Hello, everybody, and welcome to a new episode of Hooked on Sports here on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and regular podcasting streaming services. My name is John Flynn, and thank you very much for listening to the podcast today. I know it's kind of a little late on a Thursday afternoon, but there are things we need to get into today regarding the National Football League. We're going to be all over the situation unfolding with the Denver Broncos and and the benching of Russell Wilson and what that means. And I also want to get into three three takeaways from from this past week in action with the Baltimore Ravens destroying the San Francisco 49ers. The... So the, the Miami Dolphins getting the key win over the Dallas Cowboys to, to stay alive for the one seed in the uh, race in the AFC. And how about the Detroit Lions taking care of business and winning the NFC North and their first division crown in 30 years. So the, 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 the big news that broke on Wednesday was, was that the Denver Broncos are going to be starting Jared Stidham at the quarterback position. Uh, for for the last two games of the season, uh, benching Russell Wilson in the process, and all I gotta say is, wow, 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 wow! What a sudden turn of events it has been for uh, over the last uh, over the last four or five days for the Denver Broncos. You know, the Denver Broncos had this perfect opportunity. To to uh, to to make make a run at the postseason, run 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 the table the rest of the way, take down the Patriots and then the Chargers, then the Ra- uh, then the Raiders, and they lost at home to Bailey Zappi and the New England Patriots on Christmas Eve, and that that was the epitaph on the 2023 Denver Broncos, and that is going to be the epitaph of Russell Wilson in the Denver Broncos uniform, and. And and this is and this downfall over the last two weeks has been stunning to say the least, and and the Denver and the Broncos that they 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 put themselves in a position to be to be a Super Bowl caliber team with Russell Wilson. Uh, as their quarterback, with with the great with the great defense they had last year, with the so with, with the upgraded quarterback after not having a real quarterback since Peyton Manning left in twenty fifteen, since Peyton Manning led the Broncos to the Super Bowl and win the Super Bowl uh, in twenty fifteen, and then the the uh, quarterback play has not been good throughout and. And, and, the, and the Broncos did a nice job assembling the roster. And, and then personnel ch- ch- uh, personnel hires were not, uh, and coaching hires uh, did not hit. Uh, m- most specifically, the Nathaniel Hackett hire, who simply torpedoed the entire season with his, uh, with his incredibly poor play calling uh, and... and and management and culture, it it was all toxic with the Broncos last year. And Russell Wilson was treated uh, d- different differently than the others. Treated like a uh, treated like a king ra- rather than uh, be, be be one of the same with the rest. And then Sean Payton comes in, and Sean Payton uh, c- c- comes in, uh, c- kicks ass, takes names, and and, and cha- changes everything, cha- changes the entire culture. And and then after after a couple of uh, of uh, of of rough games to start, particularly the seventy point game against uh, they they gave up against Miami uh, in the in the first part of the season. 
And then, then, then the defense started to come together. They played some good for uh, some good defense, and, and then, then, then it just uh, slipped away. And 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 all of the confidence that w was simply zapped after they, they they got hammered on the road in Detroit against the Lions, and and, and then the and, and then the then having losing at home to the Patriots, the worst team in the AFC by a mile. Uh, uh, it, it, it is is a fitting end to uh, to uh, uh, the Russell Wilson era in, in Denver. So, what what a, what a complete waste of uh, time. And, and and I also got to tell you something. George Payton, uh, who who I who I loved as a GM hire with the Denver Broncos, uh, has had his whole stake and and his whole tenure. As Broncos general manager, what what was staked on the results of the of the Russell Wilson trade, and 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 the Broncos gave up all those picks. Seattle has hit on a couple of, of those picks. The Seahawks are in a position to make the playoffs with 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 Geno Smith as their quarterback, and and and, and who who was Russell Wilson's backup his last year in Seattle, and now and, and now you see Seattle making the playoffs two years in a row. And, and the Broncos making a coaching change after year one, and they're probably going to be making a GM change after year two. So the the, the uh, of of Russell Wilson in Denver, and Russell Wilson is is going to be cut by the Denver Broncos in in twenty uh in March uh, to to save uh to save against the the injury insurance that that that's that's part of the contract too. So. So, so of course the of course Sean Payne of course spins it as as this gets the Broncos the best chance to win. Of course it doesn't. So this is about a team that's saving money and and and, and trying to get in, 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 and trying to uh, get into a good salary cap position for for the future. And, and that's and that's where we are with the Denver Broncos. The Broncos are a mess. They they are uh, it it's been a rudderless end of end to uh, to uh, to uh, a a chaotic season. Another one where where we we we, we had it was down then up and then down to end the season. And and it's it's just a waste. What what a waste of Patrick Sertan. What a waste. Uh, of Russell of Russell Wilson, what a waste of everything here when it comes to the Denver Broncos. So, uh, obviously, there's the, it, there's going to be a turnover that's going to take multiple seasons with with Sean Payne leading the uh, leading the way and 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 him and him being being behind the scenes with uh, with uh, with with. with with um de elevating Russell Wilson of from treat, uh, of his treatment status. Uh, with Denver, so so, so the, there's going to be a new general manager. There's going to be new new, uh, new front office. So that'll be uh, that'll be in, in the works for the 2024 season. I think if, if that's if that's the direction the Denver Broncos are going to head in. Now, going go, go, going back to to the to the big takeaways from from this week from this past weekend in the NFL. How about the Baltimore Ravens? The Baltimore Ravens. Are the best team in the NFL. The Baltimore Ravens went into San Francisco, and and they kicked the kicked the 49ers' ass for so for uh, for for, uh, for much of Monday Night Football on e on ESPN and ABC, and and, and 
and the way they they turned Brock Purdy, who at the time was the front was was the favorite to win league MVP, and, and turn him into a pumpkin. Four interceptions and 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 the subsequent points scored off the turnovers. So set the tone for the entire way with the Ravens and 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 I, and I mentioned last week about the about the pressure that Kyle Hamilton brought, the intensity that he brought. Out of the secondary, he was awesome on those safety blitzes, generating pressure, get, getting Brock Purdy off his com uh, out of his comfort zone, and and, and, and him throwing uh, some uh, some mind-numbing interceptions, um, uh, be because of that. And and I did and, and one of the things I I did say was that was that the Ravens, uh, if you follow me on Twitter, was that the Ravens were a real defense. That the 49ers hadn't seen since the Minnesota game, which well, which they lost because because uh, because the, the the defenses that the 49ers faced uh, between uh, between now uh, between the uh, the bye week and the Monday night game, all of them were in the bottom third in points per uh, yards per play allowed, which include which includes you know, mind you Jacksonville, Philadelphia, and Seattle. Uh, as as examples of them, so that the, the the Ravens defense is elite. Mike McDonald has done a phenomenal job as as the as the defensive coordinator. He he is going to get a lot of consideration for assistant coach of the year. I I I, I the, the way Todd Munkin r runs this offense for Lamar Jackson has been terrific. So Lamar Jackson has now shown that he he can uh, throw out of the pocket comfortably. Uh, no, knowing that he that he's got Zay Flowers uh, to throw the ball to, I say a likely uh, a a a a, tar a target and a weapon that he created after the season-ending injury to Mark Andrews. It it has just been a, a remarkable turnaround for 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 uh, for the Baltimore Ravens after last year. And 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 the last two years were were ones where Lamar Jackson ran himself into season-ending injuries, and and the Ravens couldn't do anything in December or January. Now that 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 he's able to throw out, uh, throw from the pocket, now that he's able to um uh, 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 to to generate an aerial attack of some sort, that 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 that's a much different Lamar Jackson than the one we saw we've been seeing. Where where he's been where he, he's been running like crazy for, uh, for, for for the better part of a football game. So, the the, Ra the Ravens are the best team in the NFL. I think the Ravens are the, are the favorites to win the Super Bowl. They they had the, uh, they had the best defense in football. The offensive line has been outstanding. So 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 big props to Eric DeCosta, John Harbaugh. They've done an unbelievable job. But now, if you're the 49ers, this is uh, not a totally hopeless situation at all because. Uh, and 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 yeah, the uh, yeah the, the fourth uh, and yeah some of the play calling in the fourth quarter when so when Sam Donald came in after Brock Purdy left with a stinger injury so yeah that that was a little wonky with the time management and the decision making but the but um, but the 49ers uh, lost the turnover battle five nothing and and they almost uh, and and they were a yard away from. From only losing by one possession, so 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 that's so that's a good good thing to know that the margin of error uh, is smaller than, than the than the 
than the depth and the um uh, than the quantity and quality of error that they created uh that that they had uh in, in the Monday night game but the margin of error is is still pretty substantial and and, and there's no way in my opinion that 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 if we do see San Francisco and Baltimore in the Super Bowl that that we're not going to have the um uh, we're not going to have a, a turnover battle that one-sided that that if if Brock Purdy can cut down on the mistakes then 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 that game will be a lot different than than the one than the one against Baltimore, and 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 and, and so I think that that's a that's a positive sign for the 49ers. And as long as they win their last two games, they're going to be the one seed in the NFC, and the NFC is going to run through San Francisco anyway. So I I, I think that that's a gigantic deal uh, with, with that. But there there are there are some uh, some problems though because. Uh, Trent Williams, the outstanding left tackle, uh, got banged up, and, and his status for the Washington game on uh, is quite uh, is up in the air, and it it, it it may very well be that Trent Williams does not play uh, in in his return to Washington. So we're we're gonna have to uh, wait and see. Although he, uh, he though they 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 although. The, the the report did say in practice today that he is he is good to go for the 49ers on Sunday, so I I I think you know, you you look you look at at what the 49ers are doing. I think I feel like this is now going to be a bounce back type of game for the 49ers and and also Trent Williams and Chase Young coming back to Washington to play their first games in Washington since. Uh, since since uh, the, the franchise traded them away, all that that that's going to be something else for uh, for for that. So, um, so I I don't think there's much left to say about the 49ers today. I also want want to give a lot of credit to the Miami Dolphins. The Dolphins finally got that victory against a quality opponent. I told you the Dolphins were going to take care of business and beat the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, uh, but but uh, but I thought the Dolphins uh, pl played well. I thought Tua made made some big plays. I think Ty uh, Tyree Kill uh, c coming up with 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 some big grabs um, uh, late in the game, and Jalen Waddle uh, pl playing well uh, at the wide receiver position. I think the defense pl playing great, and and Jalen Ramsey had, his return has completely changed uh, the nature of that defense, and and, and it's. And 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 how they and how they play, so it it is a a testament to him and 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 his genius and how he makes everyone else on that defense better when he's available. So so a lot of credit to to, to Jalen Ramsey and that defense with with Vic Fangio um uh, calling the plays. So that that that's going to be that that's been fun to watch. Um also also we also need to d discuss. Um, uh, to discuss the Detroit Lions, who won the NFC North for the first time, um, um, yeah, since the NFC North has been created, and the last time they won a division title was was when they won the NFC Central Division back in 1993, 
and uh, w and th this is uh, s uh, simply uh, been a, been quite a turnaround from from the Bob Quinn Matt Patricia years and Brad Holmes and Dan Campbell have done an, have done a, an exceptional job uh, putting uh, putting together and completely transforming this roster of of uh, from a from a, a hope a hopeless team to to one. Uh, that that that's gonna be a playoff contender for years to come with the way with how young it is, how fast it is, and how well constructed it is. Uh, and and the and the Lions deserve so much credit for how, for how they played throughout the course of, uh, of the season. And and, and winning that game against Minnesota on Sunday, when where Nick Mullins uh, uh, threw four interceptions against them, and the Lions creating takeaways and. And, and and find a find a way to win mixing up the play calling. I I loved how the Lions played, and I knew they were going to uh, to win a, a tough game in Minnesota. So so congratulations to the Lions on winning winning the winning the division. And if they do win their last two games against Dallas and Minnesota, they they will be no worse than the number two seed in 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 the NFC. Uh, in the in the in the NFC playoffs. So. Uh, I'm very, very much want to see uh, who who the Lions match uh, will be matched up with because I think if if the Lions are matched up against a team like the Rams, I think we're gonna have a different conversation about this because I think the Rams can uh, can beat anybody anywhere with uh, the way they've been playing the last few day, a few uh, few weeks. So so I we're, we're gonna be seeing what what exactly is is up with the. Uh, with with the playoff conversation, and we'll have a much much clear more clear detail about uh, by, by the time uh, the play ends on Sunday. There is no Monday night game next week. Uh, this week we have Thursday night game, we have Saturday night game, and we and the rest of the rest of the actions are going to take place on on Sunday. So, lot lot lots at stake. Oh, big 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 games this week: the Miami Dolphins and the Baltimore Ravens. I think. Is, uh, that that's gonna, that to me that's the game of the week. I the winner of the uh, that game. It, um, if the Ravens win, they'll be the one seed in, in the AFC. If if the Dolphins win on uh, on Sun uh, on Sunday, they'll be the one seed. If they beat Buffalo in, in the division crown uh, for 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 the AFC East championship next week. So, um. The the Miami the Miami Dolphins uh, uh, and the Baltimore Ravens obviously have lots to play for. I really want to see what what else what what the what the result's going to be of the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Seattle Seahawks. Both both teams are 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 in the mix for the playoffs. Seattle would be in. Pittsburgh would be out if the season lasted just fifteen weeks, but but which uh, sixteen weeks, fifteen games, which it doesn't. But, well, but we'll have to see what uh, what Steelers team shows up on Sunday if if their blowout victory against Cincinnati is the harbinger of things to come, and, and if Seattle's actually the team I thought they were going to be preseason and and and, and win tough games and 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 find a way to make the playoffs. So, uh, monster game for Seattle and Pittsburgh. Uh, I also want want to see uh, what transpires between. Uh, between the uh, between the Cincinnati Bengals and the Kansas City Chiefs, the Chiefs have not clinched a playoff spot yet. They will clinch the division if they beat Cincinnati on Sunday. I think 
I I think uh, I'm going to pick Cincinnati, Kansas City to win that game. Although I don't feel great about it because the Chiefs' offensive line has been has uh, has been problematic, and 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 the Chiefs' secondary, um, which which has been good, and the Chiefs' defense give them give Spag, Steve Spagnuolo a lot of credit for for that defense, but. The wide receivers look slow, and the offensive line has had a lot of problems blocking, especially uh, of, of, from tackling, uh, of, from the tackle positions. And Travis Kelsey has not been great this year, and Patrick Mahomes has been, let's face it, one, one of the big busts in fantasy football this season. And, 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 and I, I saw a posting that had Patrick Mahomes ranked as QB11 on, on, on the chart this year, so... Uh, for for week seventeen, so uh, that 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 might say something about uh, about Cincinnati and Kansas City, but but that 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 that's gonna be a monster game coming up on Sunday, and also for the first time ever, and and, and I nice nice saw this on a post on Instagram, every single uh, every single game um, that that's being played this weekend that so has at least one team. Um, uh, uh, playing for something, and 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 I think that that's that speaks to what the NFL wanted with with the, with the 16 game schedule. Uh, uh, going going from 16 games to 17 games, and I think it's it's gonna be a uh, it's gonna be a lot of fun. Uh, d d down down the stretch of the season. Yes, every single game. Um, uh, it, um, first time this the century. Every single game of the penultimate week of the season will feature a team still in playoff contention. The uh, the other game I I I'm looking at that that I'm seeing seeing now uh, to be watched is the the New Orleans Saints the New Orleans Saints and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So so that's gonna be a monster game for obviously for both teams. Uh, for the New Orleans Saints, for the Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and listen, the Buccaneers have been playing playing some good football. Um, l l l uh, down down the stretch, uh, they they are winners of the of their last four games, and uh, and and now they're and now they're in a position, um, to uh to 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 pretend uh, to um w w win their division. Um, with with a victory over the uh, the New Orleans Saints uh, coming up the, uh, the, over the weekend, so uh, so I'm very very much lo looking forward to uh, uh, very much looking forward to that. Um, and and so with that in mind, we're gonna break down all the games for Week 17 of the National Football League right now. Alright, here we go with the Week 17 NFL picks against the spread for the, for the the NFL. So, I went 10 and 6 last week. I am now 150 and uh, and 90 overall on the season. And and against the spread, I went 8 and 8. So, and my record there is 122, 110 and 8 on the season. So let's so let let's keep continuing on now. We got a football game tonight between the Jets and the Cleveland Browns, and the Cleveland Browns are at home, favored by 
seven and a half points. Now, I'm going to pick the Cleveland Browns to win the game and cover. If if the Browns win this game, they are assured of making the playoffs for the second time in four years. I I, I think that the Browns have everything going for them. They have a re rejuvenated play at the quarterback position from Joe Flacco. Amari Cooper is coming off a 265-yard uh, receiving performance against the Texans. Obviously, I don't think it's going to be that, that, that high because he's going up against Sauce Gardner on, on Sunday. But I, I, I still very much believe the, the Cleveland Browns are going to win and cover. Uh, the, the Jets have clearly mailed it in. I don't think uh, it, this is a, a coaching advantage. I think the Browns have a better defense than the Jets, uh, which which t tells you something about something when it comes to the Browns. I'm going to pick the Browns to, to win the game 20-20 to 20 and get to the playoffs and and, and, and be something special uh, this season. So that's where I have on Thursday for Thursday. Tonight's game. Now on to the game on Saturday night between the Dallas Cowboys and the Detroit Lions with the Cowboys now favored by four and a half points. Now I'm going to take the points uh, in, in this situation because I because I think this is going to be a, a great game. I think this is going to be a high scoring affair between two of the best offenses in the NFL. Both these both these teams ha have some question marks in the, uh, w w with their defense and. And you look and with the Cowboys with their run defense, and with the Lions their secondary. Now there's every chance that C.J. Gardner Johnson will uh, will be will be available to play for 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 the Lions against Dallas uh, over the weekend. Uh, oh, so um, we'll we'll see about that. But uh, but he he doesn't look like he's going to play though. I I just looked at. Uh, information from Ian Rapport that he's not going to play on Saturday, but 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 still, nonetheless, I think it's going to be going to be a fun game, uh, and one that that the Cowboys will win and cover, win by a score of thirty-one to twenty-seven. Now on to the games on Sunday. The Baltimore Ravens are three and a half point favorites at home, taking on the Miami Dolphins in a. In a monster showdown in the AFC, the two best, uh, the te uh, teams with the two best records in the AFC going head to head. Uh, you got the Ravens at twelve and three, the Dolphins at eleven and four, and I'm gonna take the Ravens. I I think the Ravens ha ha have that that special gear uh, attached with them when when you look when you look at the quarterback play when when you look at. Uh, at at the coaching, both on offense and defense, I think uh, you, the the coaching advantage goes to the Ravens on, on both ends. The the defense has been try unbelievable all year, and I think the Ravens are the most complete, the most well-rounded team in football. And I'm gonna take the Ravens to to wrap up the one seed in the AFC with a 24-17 victory over the Miami Dolphins on Sunday. We got the Buffalo Bills favored by 13.5 points taking on the New England Patriots. Now, th th this line scared the bejesus out of me. Yeah, because because the, because the Bills were atrocious last Saturday, but in a win against the Chargers. But I, I, I just think the team the Patriots beat on Sunday... Um, it, it is ten it is a lot worse than than the bill than the Bills team they're going to see on Sunday. I think the Bills are going to show up. I think the Bills are going to going to dominate 
So give me the Bills to win this game 34-16 over the New England Patriots. The Chicago Bears are three-point home favorites against the Atlanta Falcons on Sunday. And I can't stress enough how much I like the Bears to win this game on Sunday. The Bears defense has been, play has been quietly playing really well uh, under the radar. And Matt Eberflus has done a very nice job. Keeping them afloat, I think the Bears are going to wind up winning this game because I think they have the quarterback advantage in this game. Now it, it's gonna be it's gonna be tricky uh, uh, for for them to run on that run defense, but I I, I think it's gonna be uh, gonna be a game where where the Bears defense will neutralize. Um, what, 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 whatever strengths the Falcons have offensively. So I'll, I'll, I think the Bears are going to win this game by a score of 26 to 16 over the Atlanta Falcons. I thought this game was, um, uh, uh, was the second toughest game of the week for, uh, for me to pick. The Houston Texans are five and a half point favorites at home taking on the Tennessee Titans. Now, the, the line was at three and a half points earlier this week because, um, because we, we didn't know what the status was going to be about C.J. Stroud. And, and now C.J. Stroud will, in fact, be playing for, for, uh, on Sunday, but... I I still think this is going to going to be a uh, going to be a tough football game. I think I I think Mike Rabel is is going to have going to have the uh, the Titans playing hard because I think that 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 fits the culture. We saw uh, what what uh, how how compa uh, the the competitiveness they had against a solid Seattle Seahawks team last week. So so I think it's 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 a divisional game. I'm going to I'm going to uh, to take the points and guard against. Uh, against a, poten a potential field goal situation at the end of the game, so I'm gonna take. So, so I, I, but I think the Texans are going to win this game and win by a score of 30 to 27 on on Sunday. The Indianapolis Colts are three and a half point favorites at home, taking on the Las Vegas Raiders. Now, I, I, I think the three, I think the extra half point added on for the spread earlier this week scares me a little bit, but. I I but if if the Raiders didn't get those two defensive touchdowns against against the Colts, there's they were not beating um, a flawed Chiefs team on on Christmas Day. So so I'm gonna I'm gonna lay the points here. I'm gonna take the Colts to win and cover. I I think Shane Steichen has done a great job with this off, uh, offense um, and, and with this team. I think the the Raiders are are limited offensively, and I think. Uh, and, and I think the, the the Colts have done a uh, done a, a surprisingly good job against against uh, against the pass this year uh, in a year where I thought the Colts secondary was going to be a source of major problems. Gr great job by Shane Steichen. He's going to be in the discussion for Coach of the Year. I'll take the Indianapolis Colts to win this game, 29 to 23, over the Las Vegas Raiders. The Jacksonville Jaguars are six and a half point favorites taking on the Carolina Panthers. And look. I I I I was I was comfortable grabbing the four and a half points with the Carolina Panthers on Sunday against the Packers, and I, I and I'm comfortable uh, grabbing the points again this week because I think the Panthers are playing hard. Um, after the firing of Frank Reich, and, and I think it's it's something I do appreciate with with this team, although it doesn't make a difference at the end because the Panthers don't have their first draw. Uh, of their first round pick, which right now, if season were to end today, it doesn't. It would be um, the number one overall pick in the draft, 
which which would which which the Chicago Bears own because of that Bryce Young trade uh, trade, but but I digress. The, the Jaguars are a mess. Trevor Lawrence is banged up, and he's not been throwing the ball with confidence at all. He he's been inaccurate with the football, and uh and throwing the ball. And 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 that that's a really big problem now. Now can can things suddenly change, uh, be, uh, be, uh f- from week to week? Yes, because the the NFL is a week to week league. So see, uh, what, see what happened with the with the with the Denver Broncos. See what happened. Well, with with the with the Forty Niners uh, from from last week to this week. So I'm going to take the um uh, I'm going to take the Colts. Uh, excuse me. I'm going to take the Jaguars to win. But 21 to 17, so I'm going to grab the points with the Carolina Panthers. The LA Rams on the road, favored by five and a half points, taking on the Giants at, at the Meadowlands. And look, the Ram, uh, among these 16 games, the Rams minus five and a half is the best bet of the week. I I, I love this Rams team; they're so well coached. So uh, the Rams have done a great job uh, as of late throwing the football. Matthew Stafford is playing at a high level. Cooper Cup has been great. Puka Nakua has had a tremendous uh, coming off a tremendous performance and they're coming off uh, four extra days of rest compared to the Giants uh, I, I I think that this this Rams team uh, is is focused and and they're and they're on the mission I, and I think they're going to take care of business I think they're going to beat the Giants by double digits Rams 34 Giants 20 on on Sunday at the Meadowlands, the Philadelphia Eagles ten and a half point home favorites taking on the Arizona Cardinals. And look, I, I'm going to take the Eagles to win. That's because because I think the Cardinals are bad, but I'm going to grab the points with the Arizona Cardinals. I think Kyler Murray is going to, uh, to torch that beleaguered Philadelphia secondary. I I think this is a a, a team uh, that 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 is flawed. I think that the uh, Eagles are barely are. are are, are, yes, the Eagles are 11 and four, but but they are not as good as their record indicates. I, you give the Eagles credit for the wins they accumulated throughout the season. I because I, I look specifically at Kansas City, uh, where where they did not play their best, the Buffalo game where they where they did not play their best, and most especially when when you look at the division, the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, uh, um, because if, if had the Eagles all lose that game to the Cowboys in week. It, it, what was it? In, in week nine, the Cowboys would already have won the NFC East, and and the Cowboys would currently be the one seed in the NFC if the season if the season were to end today. But but it's not. So so I think the Eagles f- find a way to win another close game, 31-27. I'll take the Eagles over the Cardinals. So I'm going to grab the point, the ten and a half with the Arizona Cardinals. The, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are favored by two and a half points taking on the New Orleans Saints and if if the Buccaneers win they will have won the NFC uh, they will have won the NFC South and and I, and I I think this is a this is a tremendous accomplishment for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and if they win this is going to be the fourth year in a row the Bucks are going to be in the playoffs and, and that that that's a tremendous coaching job by Todd Bowles. Uh, th- th- this year, and th- this this Bucks team c- uh, could have withered away with without Tom Brady, but the defense has been playing solid football. Uh, and Baker Mayfield has been terrific. Ten touchdowns, one interception uh, in 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 the, in the the in the first four games he played this month, uh, and it, 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 he'll look to 
to cap off a tremendous month of December by leading the Bucks to the playoffs and win the division. No, under no circumstances, I think the Bucks were going to be in the situation. I mean, because if you listen to to me on on the Fantasy Football Fever podcast with 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 John the Tal, uh, with my with my friends over on YouTube. You, you you know I would uh, I I took the uh, I thought the Bucks were going to be a front runner in the Caleb Williams Drake May sweepstakes, but uh but it's but that's that that's most certainly not the case for this year. I'll t- I think the Bucks are going are, are going to find a way to win the game. I think uh, the and I think the topples uh gives the Bucks a coaching advantage in this game, which 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 is crazy, but. Uh, I th- I think it's gonna be a, gonna be a classic defensive game. But give me the Bucks to win seventeen to ten over the New Orleans Saints in a well played game by both teams. Okay, th- now this one was a tricky game to pick. The San Francisco 49ers favored by twelve and a half points, taking on the Washington Commanders uh, in Washington. But um, but listen, I think Trent Williams uh, uh, com- coming back and, and being able to play. And because Trent Williams is good, good to go for the 49ers on Sunday against the Commanders, which I think changes everything with this pick. And if Trent Williams was out, I would be comfortable grab, uh, grabbing the points with the Commanders. But now that he's back and and he, the the perfect uh, thing for Brock Purdy, allow him to tee off against that horrendous Washington defense, the worst defense in the NFL. I'm going to roll with the 49ers. I think they're going to put up another 40-piece uh, th- th- this weekend. And I'm going to pick them to beat Washington by a score of 41-21 for- over the Commanders on Sunday. I think it's going to be a bloodbath and take the 49ers to, uh, to, to, to smoke and destroy the, uh, the Washington Commanders on Sunday. Now, this game was the single toughest game of the week for me to pick. The Seattle Seahawks, favored by three and a half points at home, taking on the Pittsburgh Steelers. This was the last game I circled, both in terms of a winner and the spread. But I, I think Seattle is going to find a way to win this game at home. Uh, and, and I know it's against Mike Tomlin, and and, and as we figured out over the, uh, on Saturday, we, we talked about the week-to-week uh, nature of the NFL. So that the Steelers look horrendous against Indy week 15, that, then they dominate and bludgeon the Cincinnati Bengals the following week in front of a national audience. So, so, so that was kind. Of, so that was kind of a push on 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 both ends. But, but, but I I I think this. Um, I think you look at the the Steelers defense, especially with with T.J. Watt back. I think it's going to make it a competitive game, and I think the the Steelers have some matchups in this game. I think, especially when you consider their defensive line against the offensive line of Seattle's, which I still don't don't particularly trust at the moment. Uh, so, so that so that's uh, something to consider. Also, something to consider it uh, it, it is that is that the, 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 I think the Seahawks are going to have the quarterback advantage in this game, and I think having the home field advantage in the in the in the home season finale for Seattle, I think is going to make a difference too. So I, I think for the third week in a row, I'm going to have the Seahawks winning by a score of 20 to 17, and this time it's going to be over the Pittsburgh Steelers, and I'll get them uh, a little closer to uh, to the postseason. 
The, the Denver Broncos, three and a half point favorites at home, taking on the Chargers. Now, Jared Stenham is going to be starting for for the Broncos. And I'm and, and with that, I'm gonna be picking the Chargers to win the game. I, I think the Chargers are are, are gonna fi- find a way with, with all with all that talent and, and the way they played, I thought they played very well under the circumstance against Buffalo um last week. I think they're gonna come and energize and I think they're gonna spoil are going to officially eliminate the Denver Broncos from playoff contention. I'll take the Chargers in an upset special twenty to seventeen over the Denver Broncos. The the Kansas City Chiefs seven point favorites at home against the Cincinnati Bengals. I'm going to take the Chiefs to win because I think they'll be able to run the ball against that against a poor Cincinnati run defense. I think Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is someone you should absolutely be starting uh, uh, in in your fantasy league if you if you're able to pick him up with Isaiah Pacheco out uh, with with a concussion most likely. So so I think I think the Chiefs being able to run the ball might be might be the best antidote for their problems. Uh, with with uh with the wide receivers being as bad as they've been, but both both in term both in terms of making uh, not both in terms of um not making jumps and in terms of creating separation from the coverage, the Chiefs have been bad at both of those with with their receivers. So I so I think uh, running the football is the is the antidote to their problems, and I think that that, that uh, and but which is something you're gonna have to do anyway to win in the playoffs. So I think for for the Chiefs that this might be a, a good place to realize that they can get some confidence running the football. So so I think so so I'm thinking 100 yards. I'm thinking a touchdown, uh, f- uh from from Clyde Edwards Hill there. I'll take the Chiefs to win this game 28 to 24 over the Cincinnati Bengals on Sunday. And finally, the nightcap, Sunday night football, New Year's Eve. The Minnesota Vikings favored by 2, taking on Jordan Love and the Green Bay Packers. Now, so Jaron Hall is going to be starting for for the Vikings on, on Sunday night. And, and in my in my other podcast, on my fantasy podcast, I had Nicky Mullins as as my starting quarterback as start of the week at the quarterback position. Listen, I don't care. I the Vikings are are, are they're better coach. They have the better defense. I think that and I think they're going going to do do a lot, a lot of things defensively uh to, to to win this game. Brian Flores has done a tremendous job built uh, with with this defense all year considering so all, all, all the all the the problems it had last year, and and still not not much of a uh, not much of, of an increase in talent from last year because you, you're thinking about you're thinking about about cap construction, you're thinking about are trying to get are trying to get younger, are trying to, trying to get away from uh from from player players who 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 have been no, noble players for the Vikings for uh, for for years, or just getting uh, growing old. So, so I think Brian Flores is going to be another name of the discussion for assistant coach of the year. But, but, but um, so, so throwing that out there. But in the meantime, I think the Vikings uh, can be trusted more than Jordan Love and the Packers. Uh, and and by the way, that Packers defense has been atrocious. I mean, the, I mean, the, the, they they made Tommy DeVito look like the second coming of Eli Manning uh, before. He turned back into a pumpkin against against defenses in New Orleans and Philadelphia the following two weeks. So that if that if that doesn't tell you how terrible of a job Joe Barry has done, I don't know what it what does. 
give me the giant or give me give me the Vikings to win this game by a score of 19 to 13 and cover the two point spread. That's going to do it for this edition of Hooked on Sports. I'll be back here on the podcast actually pretty soon to uh, to recap the year that was in the world of sports in 2023. So until then, this is John Flynn saying so long. I'll be back here on the podcast soon. Have a wonderful day everybody. So long.